Hi everyone, it's Tony Richards and welcome to Life Focus. I hope everybody is doing well and I hope that as you go through your day today that you are looking at things in a positive way and understanding that no matter what is happening in your life, there's opportunities out there for you. There are always possibilities and there's more options than you can even think of. So enjoy your day, get through it and uh, all that you do, stay focused, go forward and I hope your life focus takes you to the destiny that God has created especially for you. You know, in America, it's a new season for baseball. With all the COVID protocol and regulations and restrictions and everything else, um, baseball started up on schedule and on time today. And as I'm sitting here looking at a particular game, I'm thinking about baseball and life, and how they kind of mesh together really well. Now, you can use that in almost any sport, but because it's opening day today in America with baseball, I'm going to use baseball, and I'm going to use my life focus for today, baseball and life. And I'm going to work off the work of Doug Bernier because I like the work that he does, and I like the way he's put this, and I want to share this with you. On this life focus, because not everyone considers sports to be a worthwhile investment of one's time. I know that there are people out there that say, oh, there's nothing really to gain with sports. Look at all the athletes. Look at what they make. Look at all the things that they do. Well, I know you can look at at that and, and there's legitimate arguments for that. But there's also the other side of it where you don't see the blood, sweat, and tears that went into it with athletes. You don't see the all the times and all the mornings and all the evenings and all the days that they have sacrificed and kept going at their craft so that they could fine-tune themselves into not only their bodies but their minds and, and, and their, their, their craft. Their, that's their skill, their game, their talent. And there's a lot of opportunity that they gave up for their sport. So I want to talk about uh, 10 ways in which I believe life and baseball are, are alike. One way is that they're both team sports. Well, this is obviously um, a true statement, but it's also one of the most important lessons that you can get in life from baseball, because the quicker you mesh the strengths of others with yours, the better the overall end product will be. How many times have you seen one or heard, even in business, where people say, she's not a team player. He's not in the same game as we are. Makes a difference. It tells you something about someone. Because working as a team is reflected in relationships. You find it in marriage. You find it in sports. You find it in business. You find it in life. You see, leveraging individual strengths into a cohesive group where everyone works together and everyone works towards the same goal is much more rewarding and beneficial. Those winning teams, there's a reason they call them teams. Those winning teams learn how and know how to work together. Yeah, there might be one or two or three that have big egos on the team, but when it really comes down to it and push comes to shove, they do work together as a team. Number two is a strong work ethic. You see, a work ethic is the foundation for anything in life. It doesn't matter what you're doing. If you don't have a strong work ethic, you won't stay committed to it, or you won't stay committed to it at 
because the first time something comes along that shifts and changes, you're going to go with it. You're like a leaf in the fall that falls off a tree. As soon as the wind blows, there you go. You'll find yourself in rewarding situations most often if you work hard and apply yourself regardless of the outcome. As long as you keep moving, as long as you keep your focus, as long as you keep moving in that direction, you're going to find that that opportunities come, rewards come, and you'll be recognized and rewarded for it. Because a strong work ethic comes from a deep down desire and drive within you, within you to make yourself better, to make yourself sharper, to make yourself stronger, to improve, even if it's just a little bit. That ounce, that degree of improvement will shift everything else. And this type of mindset is contagious and it's very much recognized and appreciated by your teammates, your coaches, your family, your friends, your coworkers. They see, they understand, and they can appreciate when someone has a strong work ethic. Number three is dealing with pressure. Now we all deal with pressure, don't we? Some of us deal with it more than others and sometimes in our lives. But often it's the decisions we make under pressure that will define who we are professionally and even personally. Because you see, when things are going well and everything is going just the way we hoped it would be or imagined it would be, the pressure is very minimal. The stress is very minimal. We can get through things because you know what? Hey, we're, everything's fine. We're going the way we should. But when you turn up the heat a little bit, when something doesn't work out, when, when, when something happens, that's where we find out the true character of a person. Because the pressure we place on ourselves to perform is not all that different than the stresses and pressures that baseball players face on the field, that train conductors face, that restaurant owners face, that you face every day in the real world. Now, I'm not trying to compare you and if you're, if somebody's, if a team's having a slump and they are struggling and you're struggling because you're trying to pay the rent and you're trying to pay the bills and you're trying to make things work. But I do believe the lessons we learn from the pressures of life that we deal with help us to learn how to manage our emotions and improve our focus on whatever the immediate task at hand might be. See, you have that ability. You're at the plate right now. You have to keep your mind on your hitting approach not be distracted by your thoughts of what will happen if you don't get a hit right then. Or if your mind wanders after hours at work without any action, inevitably it will be at that moment that a laser line drive comes your way. It'll be at that moment that someone will call that deciding decision that's going to drive you forward. You see, in life, losing your focus or buckling under pressure creates different problems. Pressure at work can affect your performance at home, with your friends, with your family, with your community. It can distract you. This is why learning to deal with pressure 
in ways not controlled by your emotions or feelings, very valuable life skill and life lesson. Number four, working with new and sometimes unfamiliar people. See, you're going to quickly learn how to deal and talk to people you have never met before. You will. See, in this game, you are constantly meeting new people and playing on new teams. You may be a you may have to travel for your job. And so, you know, you're, you're constantly meeting new people, doing new things, consulting, speaking, writing, constantly getting information, doing research, talking to people, being comfortable in situations where you may not know anybody is really a very positive skill. Take the moments you have in front of you and that are before you especially in situations where you don't know that person. Get to know them because that they may be the key to your future. Number five, dealing with failure. See, baseball is a game of failure and learning how to take the positives out of shortcomings is very important. There are many times in life where we come up a little short. Being able to positively deal with the situation and learn from our past will help us move into the future. Failure is tough, but failure teaches us. Generally speaking, in the seeds of failure, you will find greatness. You might find your success. You might find that, you know what? If it wasn't for this opportunity, I would not have met this person. If it wasn't for this situation, we would not have realized a new way to do this. So dealing with failure is a way of finding success. And that brings us to number six, dealing with success. You see, it's important to strive for success and be the best you can be. It's equally important to be gracious in our victories. I know some people that no matter what happens, they, they put the I in team and they never give that credit. They never give the recognition to those that help them, because if it wasn't for others, chances are you're not going to succeed either. Rubbing success in the faces of others does little for team chemistry, and it's not easily forgotten. Because there's going to come a time when you're on the short end of success, and you're going to need those other people around you. Dealing with the success and learning how to deal with success now will carry you times when it's more difficult. Number seven, learning how to keep your cool when fans are yelling at you and <laughs> getting under your skin. Learning how to keep your cool when your family is driving you crazy. Learning how to keep your cool when your spouse is just not getting it. Learning how to keep your cool when your employees seem like they've all checked out. Learning how to keep your cool when it just doesn't seem like it's coming together. This is another example of handling pressure. Learning to block out and manage your emotions when those, when those fans, when those family members, when those friends, when those employees are yelling at you and sometimes being harsh is an important skill for helping you focus on the task at hand. See, I really believe that there's learning lessons that we get every day. I really do. 
And when the heat's turned up, when we failed at something, and I know it's not failing. You only fail if you walk away and you quit and you give up. Just a way you found out not to do it, not to get the result you want. Letting outside influences that you don't control affect your performance will distract you from your goal every time. If you let those outside influences take control and tell you what to do, it's going to distract you from your goal. Learning to rise above and still be able to perform in a crunch time situation is an important skill I've learned. And you see it a lot in sports. You see it a lot in baseball. You see it a lot in other areas, too. When we're down, it looks like we're out for the count. All of a sudden, we have to find that way to dig down, to dig deep, and to come back. You're listening to Life Focus with Tony Richards on Anchor.fm. You can listen to this program and others simply by going to anchor.fm slash Tony Richards. Life Focus with Tony Richards airs on anchor.fm Tuesdays and Fridays. We're talking today about baseball and life because opening day in baseball in America, I think a lot of life mimics baseball and sports in general. I love sports. When I speak, I always use a lot of analogies that that center around sports. I played sports and I loved it. I was a goalie for years in hockey. Not making emotional decisions is number eight. You see, emotions can make you do things you normally wouldn't do because of fear. What's that fear again? Zig Ziglar says, false evidence appearing real. In my first book, fear is faith enabling ability restored. We don't let our emotions get the better of us. We have faith in ourselves that we can enable ourselves to have the ability and restore to where we were. Being able to cut through the emotions can be extremely difficult. We all know that. We all have experienced that. But if you can keep the emotions from influencing your decisions, you will find this skill to be very beneficial in the long run. You see, what baseball teaches us is play the game with heart, but not let emotions take over and control your game. Such is with life. Go into what you're doing with passion. Go into it and play the game with your heart, but be careful so the emotions don't take over and control your game. Your emotions don't take over and block you from making the decisions you need to make. Your emotions don't take over and stop you from where you need to be. Number nine, learning how to separate your personal life and your professional life. Can you do it? Learning how to separate for a baseball player, baseball life from personal life. You see, it's very difficult to leave the playing field, isn't it? Whether it be in sports, whether it be at work, whether it be in a hobby, whatever it is, it's very difficult to leave the field and, 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 and not take a bad day home with you after work, after a game. See, when you mix your professional life and your personal life, without setting boundaries between them, it can cause an imbalance between the two. It certainly can. It can hurt you because passion is an asset and can help you to become very successful, but it can also cause you to be unsettled and emotionally unsettled 
when things are not going well. So without proper boundaries between professional and personal life, it's very difficult to be the husband, to be the wife, to be the father, to be the mother that the family really deserves. Mixing the two can definitely lead to strained relationships on both sides. Number 10, learn to push even when you're tired and don't have much in the tank. Oh, how many times do you see people give up or not give at all because they're tired and they let their body convince their mind that they have nothing left to contribute for the day? It could be that close to your breakthrough. Pushing through and giving all you have on a day when you're tired says a lot about your character. You see, the easy thing is to give up. Now, this is where I feel sports and baseball makes you push even when you're feeling tired. Those teams that continually win, that are perpetually winning, that are, are, are out there every day, they're striving for the victory. They're the teams that don't give up. They learn to push even when they're tired. People that are successful, when you talk to them, one of the ingredients, character traits, whatever you want to call it, talents, ability, is that they didn't give up even when they were tired. They know their limits, but sometimes they had to push beyond them. This skill will definitely strengthen you, sharpen you, and it'll even make you proud of yourself. It really will. You see, life like baseball is going to come at you in very different ways. But I believe it's important for any person to learn at any level of life. We all make mistakes, but mistakes tend to have beneficial consequences. We learn from them. We accept them. We're to strike out now and to give up at all. Better to be punished with extra conditioning than prison or divorce. Maybe it does seem dramatic, but that's the point. See, baseball mimics life in a lot of ways, and it provides kids, young adults, adults with a learning environment that won't be duplicated until they're much older, until they have the experience and the education. They can see that, you know what? It's going to be a different day. I'm going to have tomorrow to get up and play the game again. The old saying in baseball, you win some, you lose some, and some get rained out. It's very true. In life, you're going to win some, and you're going to lose some, and some you're going to sit back and you're going to say, wow, I guess I got rained out today. <laughs> baseball will challenge you. Life will challenge you. And as Doug Burner says, don't give up, don't give out, that it's important that you keep going. It's important you understand who you are. It's just as important to understand your team around you, support them, celebrate them, embrace them, and they you. Wow, what a difference you'll make. You will move to your destiny. You really will. 
hey, you know, I've been talking about this series of person of excellence and people are writing me and calling me and saying, you know what, instead of doing it five Thursdays in April, can you just do a series and put it out there that we can purchase? Well, I'm going to do that as well. That's right. I'm going to put together this Becoming a Person of Excellence series, and that'll be out uh, probably in about a month or so, that you'll be able to purchase the entire series. But if you want, starting today, 7 o'clock tonight Eastern Time in the U.S., for the next five Thursdays, we're going to be offering Becoming a Person of Excellence Leadership Series. Because I firmly believe that leadership is an attitude and a product of your best excellence. I want to help you to learn to develop and to grow in it. To become that person of excellence. To help shape you and mold you and grow you into your full potential. Because you see, you are a person of excellence. You really are. So if you want to get involved in the class tonight, you got to do it quickly. you got to write me at arrichards 99 at gmail.com and in the subject line just put P-O-E and I'll get back to you because you got to have a code to get into the class. ARRichards99 at gmail.com in the subject line just put P-O-E and I will get back with you. All right. I'm excited. I'm excited because you know what? I'm going to go watch. I'm going to go watch the baseball game here. And as I do, and as they're hitting and they're missing and they're striking out and they're scoring runs, and they're hitting home runs and they're sliding and they're, they're, they're doing a lot of different things. I'm going to equate it to life because baseball is like life. So wherever you are, get into the game, get into your game, get in there, be a team player, understand what it really means to play the game, to understand it to be a person of excellence and you can do that. And I'm excited for you. So you take care, you have yourself a great rest of the day, wherever you are in the world. This is Tony Richards for Life Focus on anchor.fm. And again, if you'd like to hear this one or other previous shows, go to anchor.fm slash Tony Richards. Please share these, share these with whomever you'd like. I get people that write me all the time and say, can I share this with my church? Can I share this with my, my group? Can I share this with, uh, with, with an encounter group? Absolutely. Please do. Please feel free to share them. Because all I want to do is help you to succeed. I want you to become stronger and better, not only where you are, but who you are and where you're going. All right. We'll see you next time. Have a great one. Be safe. Wear your mask. And all you do, remember, go forward.